Hello, my little lamb gyros. Heroes? Euros. Euros. Anyway, welcome, <laughs> welcome to this fucking guy, a podcast about self-care. If self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, the jerks, and the P-words that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. I have replaced all my family photos with pictures of Steve Buscemi, Ren Martinez. And I have replaced all of my family photos with pictures of Nicolas Cage, Ginger Golub. Truly, that's actually our family. It is now. <laughs> Six months into coronavirus, this is, this is where we've landed. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably healthier than a lot of other coping skills that we could have developed. I, I mean, I, a controversial opinion. I'll go out there and say it. I have a better relationship with my parents than I do with Nicolas Cage, but you know. I mean, parasocial relationships get us through some hard times, though. Yep. I mean, as somebody who's been watching a lot of McElroy animatics on YouTube. Oh, yes. <laughs> McElroy's call us. We'll do a collaboration. Oh my God. That would be the dream. I would, I would. Turn into a being of pure light and energy and ascend. Dude, all I would want to do, I mean, the first, I, I'm trying to debate, because, like, obviously, like, I want to give Travis, like, a big old hug, because I feel like he is a man who would be amazing at hugs. Yes. Like, that is a man who's great at hugs. Big hug energy. Like, definitely want to hang out with Justin and prank the other two, because mm -hmm. you know that's where that energy is. Mm -hmm. And then I mm -hmm. just want to hang out with Griffin and be like, Carly Ray Jepsen, right? Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> what was it like putting your arm around her? Oh, my God. Um, so I'm not sure what I would do first, but those are sort of like the first feelings I have. I mean, first thought, best thought. Go with it. Yeah. So now that we're here, mm. um, is there anything you need to <laughs> scream into the void? Well, our Facebook page almost <laughs> got taken down last night. <laughs> so that was... A journey. Uh, hold on. I'm going to try to find the actual post. Uh, the good news is it didn't get taken down and I debated their decision and they were like, ooh, we're sorry. We're sorry. This yeah, is. It's definitely a, a, a great example of the state of the world where like QAnon Facebook groups are doing fucking great, but like our dumbass meme page for our podcast is like, oh no. Our dumbass meme page. You know, I, th I think that it must have been that some right wing troll that didn't like what we were posting reported stuff. I think I that guess. that's what happened. <gasps> we're really making it now. We're Look really. At you and I. <laughs> Good golly. <laughs> I mean, from what you told me, it was essentially they were like, yeah, you've been taken down because you've been posting hate speech. Yeah, no, they said that it was for violating their community standards on and hate like, speech. And, like, we post a lot of shit about, like, possums. <laughs> I'm like, what? Here it is, three days ago. Imagine being German in 1930s, like, I don't hate Jews, not one bit, nothing against them. How dare you imply that I'm a nice person, but that Hitler is doing great things for this economy. You can't deny that, so he's getting my vote. That's the one that they... That's the one? That's the one that they, they decided... They hate speech? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's embarrassing. It Facebook. only got 35 likes. 
uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It's not even that popular. <laughs> it's not I don't even know. that popular. Facebook, you have better things to do. The good news is now our page has no violations or restrictions. Well, there we go. Let's let's. <sighs> but fucking it's algorithms, the things, I suppose. I found that out at one forty-five a.m. this morning, and you're very welcome for not texting you contemporaneously because I was like, that bitch don't silence her phone at night. No, I certainly don't. I don't know why you don't. Uh. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I love the people close to me, but if somebody dies at one forty-five a.m., like they'll still be dead at six. Honestly, I just it's see. Here's the thing: it's either one of two things. Either I completely forget to silence my phone, or my phone has been silenced for three and a half weeks. There's no in between. <laughs> so that might be part of it. That tracks. But with that said. I think it's time for some therapy. Let's go. Okay, Ren. Why don't you tell me about this fucking guy? You know, everything in America is terrible right now. <laughs> Police keep shooting black people in the back. QAnon are having Save the Children from the International Satanic Pedophile Sex Ring rallies. And motherfuckers still can't wear a goddamn fucking mask shopping at fucking Kroger. God damn it. <sighs> Just want to get my rainbow cookies. Mm. Mm. I think it's time we took a vacation. Somewhere breezy. Mm. Somewhere tropical. Mm. Completely unproblematic. This is doing great things for me psychologically, and I can't imagine that they will do anything but continue. Keep going. You know, Brazil is nice this time of year. Oh. <laughs> You know, Brazil, it's the home of some of the world's most beautiful beaches, uh-huh. a staggering array of wildlife, gorgeous scenic views, incredible music, fucking great food. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. there's the whole deforestation thing and continued oppression of indigenous peoples and their own fascist president, but beaches. 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 So let's sit back, relax, and Sip on some fruity cocktail. I guess I'll do this gin lemonade. Mm. While listening to, I don't know, some tunes or nice relaxing podcast. I'm sure nothing's going to interrupt this moment. I'm just going to take a very big sip because I'm sure nothing's going to interrupt that. Marrying your adopted son, ordering his murder, becoming the center of an embezzlement scheme by posing as a church leader, holding blood rituals, all behind a facade of goodwill. There it is. <laughs> you, you ever heard of Florida de Lee? <laughs> I saw the same meme you did and then went to the... Her Wikipedia is shockingly short. Oh, it is. And I am bones. so... I, I am so unbelievably happy that this is what you've done because I, I, I have thus far, for some reason, refrained from sharing it with the international Jew, but I think that he is Mm. going to lose Mm. his shit, and I don't even know, like, all of the details. I know the meme version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it was actually surprisingly hard to get details about her, because, again, her Wikipedia page is bones. It's nothing. Um, I did let, my husband did read over this and Uh was wide-eyed. Oh, as a side note, he has decided that Teapot is not really his jam. He just wants to be called Reek. And I'm like, you know what? I call you Reek anyway. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, that's what you had to call him after you, you know, chained him up in that castle and cut off his penis. This is a Game of Thrones reference. 
really once, funny right? because he's been called that since he was like 17 years old. And then this fucking Game of Thrones thing happened <laughs> and he gets really pissed off about it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, like you said, I had not heard of her until like Monday. Yeah. Never heard of this lady. And then not one, but two different amazing Twitter threads mm-hmm, showed up mm-hmm, on my feed. Mm-hmm. And so started reading out those receipts. And a one in particular is this uh, guy named Gabriel Cavalcanti, who's Brazilian. And I am desperate to get drunk with this man. Yes. Hey, you, gay, who do not want to spend hours looking for news stories to understand the gossip of the Florida Lee case, follow the thread that I explain as the good gossip I am. Yes, queen. <laughs> well, I, a bi, absolutely <laughs> wanted to know the hot goss. I'm not disappointed whatsoever. Mm. So with a little help from RuPaul's Drag Race, as hosted by my new Twitter bestie, Gabriel, we will spill that tea, hunty. Hunty? Hunty. You don't know? I did not know that that... Yeah. It's like honey, hunty. I, I'm i out of the drag race you, loop. You need, I, li- you need to listen to uh, Todrick Hall's uh, Nails, Hair, Lips, Heels. You, you and Susie Cream Cheese are like doing a whole lot better with that drag life than I am. I'm just over here with like America's Next Top Model and the Burlesque Queens. Oh, well, you know... That's fine too. There's no, it's problematic. It's pro- America's Next Top Model. So is problem- Drag Race. Anyway, all problematic. <laughs> so is Florida Lee dos Santos de Souza, known as Florida Lee. Great name. He's a Brazilian gospel singer, pastor, and member of the Chamber of Deputies representing Rio de Janeiro. And that's her entire Wikipedia her page, entire folks. Entire page. He was born and raised in Jacarezinho, I think is how it's pronounced. Um, it's a, it's a low income neighborhood in Mm -hmm. Rio de Janeiro. Her father worked as a clerk in a bakery and often accompanied his mother to their evangelical Christian church in which he sang and played the guitar. At 14 years old, tragedy struck when Florida Lee's father and brother were killed in a car accident. Apparently her reaction to this tragedy was calling her friends and spending the night composing a song, which she then sang at the burial ceremony. I mean, okay. People grieve differently. Yep, that might, I mean, who knows if that's true. It might be. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of information regarding her life in this period. At least not in any real detail or without any, how should we say, embellishment. Like the burial story. Yeah. Uh, In a Marie Claire interview, Florida Lee claims that she was sought after by her neighbors to solve their problems with drug and child trafficking. She relayed one story in which a mother begged her to pray for her son, who was to be executed by drug dealers for trying to pocket profits. Florley decided that she would go and rescue the boy herself. I arrived at the end of the alley and asked for permission to enter. Rael de Mancha Branca, a man who had just assumed leadership of the drug trade, let me say a prayer in front of Alan, who was tied to a log. In the middle of the prayer, I said I was there to exchange my life for his. I proposed that if they spared the boy and he broke a trafficking rule again, they could look for me at home and kill me. Rael replied that he did not know if it was God or whoever was there, but that this time he would not kill anyone. I took the boy back to his mother, and it was the first life I saved. Sure. Sure. That happened. I mean... And they all stood and clapped. It's the kind of thing where I feel like "Mm, parts of that happened, maybe. Maybe. As for other journalistic sources, most agree that she was heavily involved in her local church as a pastor and singer, 
and she began doing social work and outreach in her community. At 29, tragedy struck again when her husband left her to fend for herself and her children. But it wasn't until 1993, at 33 years old, Mm -hmm. that Florida Lee decided to make child abandonment an acquisition for (gasps) personal cause. (laughs) Oh, God, you are going to be hearkening back to fucking Daniel Carlton guy to check Mm -hmm. all over the goddamn place. Mm -hmm. Mm. Let's drag this up a little bit, shall we? Yep. Gabriel takes it with... Florida Lee, our Coco Montres, had three daughters from her first marriage, one of these daughters named Simone. Other than that, she adopted five teenagers back in the 90s, one of them, Anderson DeCarmo. That was the cast of season one of Florida Lee Murder Race. <laughs> so you have this adopted son, Anderson, who was 14 at the time. Very Brazilian sounding name. Sure. Yep. Um, And he started dating his stepsister, Simone. That's not step. Who was 15 at the time. It's not step, but okay. But let's make this even messier. Mm-hmm. The first adoption happened after a trip to Central do Brasil, a major train station in Rio. In this Marie Claire interview, Florida Lee tells the story of how she found a mother who had a baby just 15 days before and who confessed to throwing the child in the trash. <clears throat> As soon as I got to Central, I spotted a sidewalk with lots of babies. Some mothers used to leave their children while they prostituted themselves. I asked her to leave the baby for me to take care of. We went to pick up Rianne together and took her home. A month later, there was apparently a killing spree at the station involving police officers shooting at everything that moved. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. And 37 children showed up at our house looking for shelter. So she kept them all. That's... Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. You know? Mm, I mean... Mm. 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 So, as you would imagine, a 33-year-old woman suddenly coming into possession of 37 children overnight raises some eyebrows. It's too many children. I'll go- There, I said it. It's too many children. <laughs> too many children. Too many cooks, too many co- Where are they sleeping? Mm. Okay, mm. later. Who knows? Later. Um. So some legal eyebrows that were raised was one particular judge who called Florida Lee to testify, asking pretty legitimate questions like, where did all these kids come from? <laughs> and do you even have paperwork for any of this? Eventually, the judge ordered the children removed from her home and to be taken to the juvenile court system. Okay. Florida Lee apparently refused to accept the order, and when the judge asked if she knew who she was talking to, she replied, You are the judge, and I am Florida Lee. Okay. Yeah, that, again, that happened. (laughs) Okay. I, I will say, I worked in a juvenile and family court for a while. That one fucking could have happened. <laughs> That's fucking plausible to uh, me. So, also plausibly, he received two arrest warrants. Yep. One for contempt of authority and the other for search and seizure of the 37 children, giving Florida Lee 24 hours to deliver them to the authorities. Uh-huh. So she did what any reasonable person would do. Mm. She ran away with all 55 children in tow. Oh, no. First to a borrowed apartment in the suburb of Rio, where they managed to hide for four months before they were located. 
How many bedrooms was this apartment? Not enough. Not enough. There's 37 plus 5 plus... Did she have custody of the three from the first marriage? She had custody of the three. Okay, three plus five is eight plus 37 is 45 More? plus her. That's 46 people in an... I can't fit 46 people in my house. I, I mean, it, it would definitely be tight. It would definitely be... I would rather them not. <laughs> well, as Florida Lee lamented, it is difficult to hide so many people. Yeah. Very difficult. So they ran away again. And while hiding, the news began reporting on the story, saying that she had kidnapped these children. Uh-huh. Which is fair enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's almost like she kidnapped these children. You and I are just really committed to showing the world what actual child trafficking right. looks like. Eventually, she decided, with the help of some UN official she had apparently known for years, oh, sure. uh, she decided to give a press conference and pled her case to the public. Days later, a medical board arrived at the house where she was staying to see how they were all living. Quote, The house was so small for so many people, but they could see that each of my children had things organized and that no one was walking barefoot. Mm-hmm. That's the bar. Mm-hmm. I say looking dead at my barefoot feet. <laughs> and, and your barefoot feet in my house. The case went in front of a different judge who made Florida Lee a deal. She had a month to rent a house with at least six bedrooms and three bathrooms and was located outside of the slums. Yeah. So let's check in with Gabrielle's Drag Race highlights. Give it to me, Gabby. As a good actress, she was able to play the role of religious girl in the acting challenges, and left with congratulations and won the challenge of the week. So yeah, she got to keep the kids. Yay! Yay. If this sounds like this could all be a movie... Don't worry, it is. <laughs> in 2009, the docudrama Florida Lee, One Word to Change, was released, detailing her story from her origins in the slums of Rio to her community outreach to a rescue of those 37 children. The film was made entirely without pay for any of the artists involved, who often make it voluntarily due to their being moved by Florida Lee's story. Oh, Jesus. The income collected was used to rebuild a rehabilitation center for young people and to buy a house for her, her husband, and her 55 children. I'm sorry. There's, there's... Oh, right. I forgot to mention her second husband. Remember Anderson, the 14-year-old she adopted in 1991 and who was dating her daughter? Well, apparently, Simone's mom has got it going on. Because they broke up and Anderson started dating his ex-girlfriend mother slash his adopted mother in 1993, eventually marrying her in 1994. How does that conversation go? I don't, I mean, and, and again, to put this in perspective, so he was 14 in 1991. Okay. I believe she was 31 at the time. Just it's not to, great. It's not great. <laughs> So, so again, he, he married her in 1994, which made Anderson his ex-girlfriend's new father and maybe his own stepfather? Yada, 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 I'm my own grandpa. Classic love story. Yeah. A love story for the ages. And this is in Brazil and not West Virginia. It is in Brazil. In 1999, Florida Lee and her adopted son-husband co-founded the church Comunidade Evangelica Ministerio Florida Lee. Eventually, their evangelical congregation would have five branches spread across the state of Rio de Janeiro. Anderson became the pastor of their congregation and ran the entirety of the operation. And how did they explain this relationship to their 
it's a, a heartwarming Christian tale of a woman saving children. So, so they um, were open with this, as far as we know. Ah, uh, okay. So that's debatable. Some of the articles make it clear that yes, she had adopted him and then eventually married him. Uh huh. Other articles, particularly older ones, yeah, was like, oh, she met him during community outreach work. They met at their church. Yes. <laughs> Much like how Matt Gates met his son. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, it, 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 a lot of the details kind of depends on when the article was written. I'm gonna need more alcohol for this. Okay. So, like I said, Anderson is now the pastor of the congregation. Yes. Runs the entire operation. Yes. As Gabriel put it, Anderson became the family manager and controlled the money and possessions. He basically controlled all the money that went in and out of the family. After all, you have to have the waste to control and maintain a home with more than 50 people. <sighs> I mean, that's that's an opinion. That is an opinion. It was also at this time that Florida Lee began her music career. It was most... Sorry. Dogs. Dogs. Stop making nests and knocking things off. Um, it was mostly independent hits, barely breaking the charts. Uh-huh. Until that 2009 film uh, shot her into sainthood and stardom. You realize that we're going to have to have a bonus episode that's oh, that's a live cast of watch us watching film. the goddamn movie. After the release of the film, Florida Lee was approached by a major Rio de Janeiro label, eventually signing and releasing her first album in 2010, which eventually sold more than 40,000 copies and won her a gold disc award. Which is important, I guess. Okay. But gospel singing wasn't enough for Florida Lee. Even when she was still doing community outreach and adopting future husbands, <coughs> she preached in her services uh, regarding public policies and police cases, particularly regarding drug trafficking, children's outreach, and evangelical issues. Her status as a pastor and celebrity of Christian values secured her as a place as a powerful and popular figure within Brazil's conservative Social Democratic Party. In 2004 and 2016, Florida Lee tried running for City Hall, but it was in 2018, with the support of multiple politicians and religious leaders, that she won her City Hall seat, becoming the fifth most voted federal deputy in that election. Which, to be fair, Rio de Janeiro is fucking huge. Mm -hmm. It's fucking, I think it's bigger than New York City. So, like, City Council is... A lot of people. Yeah. But all that was really boring. Let's drag it up, shall we? <laughs> After she won the season and became a superstar, as all Rue Girl released songs of dubious taste and entered the political career, she became a deputy for the state of Rio, which basically elects anything mediocre for pity, like Canada's drag race. <laughs> but 2019 was also a year of tragedy for Florida Lee. Early in the morning of July 16th, 2019, mm -hmm. Anderson, who was now 42 years old, had returned home from work and was gunned down 30 times outside of his home. That's a lot of times. The act was attributed to a robbery gone wrong, and Florida Lee openly mourned the loss of her son's bend. This violence that is prevailing in our state has to end. There has to be a way. It has to go back. It cannot continue. How many more innocent people will have to die? There are 55 children now without a father. He sacrificed his life to protect his family. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> there are 55 children. 
first of all, some of those children at this point we have established are in their mid-40s. Yes, they're like adults. Most of those children are adults. Most, if not all. Also, terrible for me to speak ill of the dead. Do we think he just drastically misunderstood what MILF meant? (laughs) (laughs) Mmm. Adopted mom. She she mm. was his mamilf, my mom. My mom. I like. Well, the next day, one of Florida Lee's biological children, Flavio Dos Santos, was arrested at the funeral of a stepfather, and police claimed it was a domestic violence warrant. Mm. Uh huh. I mean, that can mean a great many things. Hours later, Lucas Dos Santos Souza, one of the adopted sons, mm-hmm. was also arrested for buying the pistol used in the murder. Oh. Police had found the gun wrapped in a cloth in a closet in Flavio's room at the family home. In addition, a bloodstained duvet and a fire with burnt objects were also found. After confessing to the murder, Lucas and Flavio were charged in August 2019 for qualified triple homicide of their adopted brother, father. (laughs) They're their own grandfather. It was scandalous, horrifying, and another tragedy in the life of Florida Lee. But tragedies happen. The case was closed. And life moved on. Until last week happened. Surprise, bitch! Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> on August 24th of this year, police carried out nine arrest warrants and other search and seizure warrants, including arresting five of Florida Lee's children and one grandchild, before naming her the mastermind behind her spouse-son's murder, accusing her of engineering the crime, gathering convincing everyone involved to participate under the pretense of a robbery and financing the purchase of a weapon. Like you do. Like you do. According to a Guardian article, the pre-dawn roundup was dubbed Operation Luke 12, a reference to the New Testament chapter in which Jesus tells his disciples, There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What you have said in the dark will be heard in the daylight, and what you have whispered in the ear of the inner rooms will be proclaimed from the roofs. Which I'm not a Bible person, but fucking Mike drop Jesus. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. I'm sorry. I, 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 as we are going, I need to have a picture of this woman close at hand. Ideally, of her and her adoptive son. Oh, boy. How does he look about 10 years older than her? What the fuck? I don't know. He has a very old face, which is, like, neither here nor there, and, like, does not- He loves a caramel highlight. If by highlight you mean all of the hair. (laughs) In a Zoe Deschanel bang. It's like, it's very much a look. Anyway, back to the incest. (laughs) So clearly Lucas and Flavio were not the brains behind the operation. And there were several contradictions in witness testimony, which led to one of the sons, not sure which, spilling their entire guts. Bet it was Flavio. I think it was Flavio. I think it was Flavio. Not surprisingly, Anderson was not popular among his children's siblings. No. According to the police, there was a deep, intense internal conflict within the family. Anderson held power over the family's finances and Florida Lee's political career and tightly controlled every aspect of their lives. Weird. He even blocked Florida Lee from giving preferential treatment to her favorite children. 
that boy, boy, is that an example from topping from the bottom mm -hmm. when you are the minor child who ends up fucking his mom and becoming the dad and then like also superseding the mom and the mom is no longer in like what yeah he made that dick work i guess so clearly florida lee wanted out at one point she even texted one of her children what can i do i can't get a divorce that would scandalize the name of god ma'am divorce is more scandalous than murder in the eyes of God. I'm just going to go ahead and take Brazil off of my uh, <laughs> potential honeymoon destinations list. But Anderson apparently was a hard man to kill. According to investigators, the family group had been trying to murder Anderson since mid-2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With at least six assassination attempts by poisoning and another by <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't like move <laughs> no apparently just i don't know it's like oh tummy troubles i don't know <laughs> i'm just imagining them like throwing knives and they're just landing behind him and he's turning around gotta get that fixed <laughs> apparently florida lee and three daughters had put arsenic in their father's food but as gabriel puts it anderson had plus five armor with poison resistance and did not succumb <laughs> One of the sons said he even heard his mother say he was bad to kill. <laughs> One of her many adult sons still her living at home. <laughs> Behold my vast field of sons. <laughs> so many boys. So many boys. Please, if you have not listened to episode one, go back. Listen to episode one. And then there's Simone, Anderson's stepdaughter and ex-girlfriend. Yep. Whose search history in her phone included poison that's legal, poison that kills, cyanide in food, and assassin, where to find? If there is anyone in all of this, if there's anyone in all of this that just deserves to have that search history is fucking Simone. Right? Simone. Right. We, we no. stand with you. I would also, Jesus I God. Would also want to murder my ex-boyfriend brother who married my mom. I don't know who in that scenario I would be more angry at. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm, hmm. Like, shut up, you're not my real dad just becomes, like, 14 <laughs> layers of woof. Woof. <laughs> the O Global newspaper reported that the pastor had actually discovered his family's plans to murder him, which I guess would put a damper on family dinner time. Well, fuck, they'd been doing it six times in for a year. <laughs> After a while, I guess you have to notice. And again, still didn't move. <laughs> well, apparently he threatened to bug all the telephones in the family home. Um, It's a family home. They're in the home. <laughs> well, I guess he was, uh, I mean, at this point, he's controlling all of their finances and controls who knows what else. So, like. Maybe he was just super confident in his ability to not get murdered. And again, at this point, he's been dosed with arsenic six times. He's like, fuck you guys. I cannot die. Brain probably <laughs> is not working at optimum performance either. <laughs> he's like, I've developed an immunity to iocane powder. <laughs> uh, so apparently this just forced Florida Lee and her co-conspirator children to communicate with burner phones. Uh-huh. 
after the murder finally went down, Florida Lee offered money exchange for the silence of some of these many sons and for <laughs> Lucas, encouraging him to take the fall for the murder. Behold but my many sons. The many sons. The many murder sons. But murder was not the only family secret. It was also a cult. Yeah, I know. I know from literally everything you have told me. Were we were we busy thinking this was not, not a, a cult? cult. <laughs> it's definitely not not a cult. How many kids do you have to have before it's a cult? Are the Deckers a cult? Yes. Yes. Um so the family had the first generation which consisted of the biological children and the first five to be adopted, which included Anderson. Uh-huh. They were called the royal family and lived in their own wing of the house in separate rooms, had their own personal refrigerators, and basically could have all the food they want and all the creature comforts. So they lived like normal people. I normal people with their own refrigerators? I'm sorry. I, I mean, know I that had I a know mini that fridge that, in my room. I know that's weird to me. I don't know why that that is like the thing that my brain has chosen to fixate on as like, that's fucking weird, but that's fucking weird. <laughs> I had like a little mini fridge. I had like, you could put three Coke cans in it. Why? Because I wanted Coke cans. <laughs> I want a Coke in my room. I don't know. Like, I wanted to be Clarissa explains it all. I thought it was cool. Like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> the Ferguson complex. Well, the rest of the children, they were confined in a collective area on the first floor of the house and eating only bread without butter for breakfast or rice, pasta, and sausage for lunch and dinner. Literally, that's all they could eat for decades. Sounds like the FODMAP diet. I don't like it. Some said that Florida Lee never called them or even talked to them, that the whole image of a mother was for the media or just for the first generation. Well, fuck, if I had 55 children, I wouldn't be able to remember all of their names. Also, are we considering the husband one of the children by the time we get to 55? <laughs> um... Check both columns. Check both columns? Mm. Okay. Um, these children also claimed that the relationship with Florida Lee was far from motherly. Mm. One of the adopted children revealed that the family of love and charity was just an evangelical cult that involved black magic and prostitution. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. A select group within the family were considered to be fallen angels by Anderson. Oh, no. And Florida Lee's duty as a cherub... Was to save them. Oh, no. Which, of course, saving them means have sex with them. Oh, no. I mean, of course. You can see the parallel, right? I guess. <laughs> all of the boys, men, boys, men, boys to men. Boys to men. All of the, the band boys to men. <laughs> who were adopted by Florida Lee needed to go through a purification ritual which involved being isolated in a room for seven days, wearing white, and eating nothing but rice and vegetables. And then... I'll make love to you. you. Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately. Florida, Fuck. Florida Lee would then end the ritual by having sexual relations with the initiates, who again are her adopted children. Please don't do this. <laughs> Wasn't there some band member of the Rolling Stones who fucking did this who, like adopted this teenage girl so he could have sex with her and then later married her. I mean, it was one and not 55, so like, I don't point know. four I delete. Mean, of course, my first thought was Woody Allen wasn't in the Rolling Stones, but you know. <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> that would have been very different band. 
Um, she also asked the newly initiated children to cut their own hands after the act, where they wrote on paper with their own blood biblical passages. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Anderson would also engage in this practice in charge of initiating the girl women during these rituals. I don't know. <laughs> I, part of the reason why I say girl women, and the articles used women, some article used girls. It's not clear. Obviously, it's fucky regardless yeah it's not clear when these initiations happened yeah so it's hard to say whether they happen at nine years old or 19 we don't know we're not that cool with it either way it's not cool either way but we just don't know mm. um so yeah so he would also do to be charged of the uh female initiations and would also allegedly ask florida lee permission to have sex with their teenage daughters oh well that awfully polite of him and as Gabriel uh, Draguli reminds us, thus cheating on his ex-mother-in-law, ex-mother, and current wife with his ex-sisters and current daughters. <sighs> yup. And yet, nothing more biblical. <laughs> that is... For the Bible tells me so. That is the entire fucking story of Lot. I'm sorry. I mean, you're not wrong. The sons also revealed that Florida Lee and Anderson would, no ne eh, would negotiate their daughter's program with foreign pastors, which, yes, of course, meant these people could have sex with them. That meant the trafficking part. That was the trafficking part. That's the part. trafficking part. Mm. Mm. And, of course, there's also the not-sex cult stuff, which includes Florida Lee stealing money from her church to use it for parties and clothes and whatever else you spend money on after you stole it from your church. I feel like that's part of... Owning a megachurch? Yep. <laughs> and in a very Fallwell move, one of the couple's churchgoers stated that Florida Lee and Anderson frequented a swinger's house, uh, where Florida Lee had an exclusive room and constantly came out completely drunk. Mm. Evangelical mm -hmm, Christians mm -hmm. really know how to throw a party. They do party hardy. Of course, after all this, you will you will rest you rest well, knowing that Florida Lee herself has been arrested for these crimes. Nope, she sure fucking hasn't. What? Let's tune back into the drag race. What the fuck? Even the cast of season one, the three biological children and the five who were adopted first, were arrested for being involved. And now they will uh -huh. be part of the Hall of Fame as next chain superstars. Except that Florida Lee, for being a winner and having a privileged forum, is immune to lip sync and therefore cannot sashay away. She will have to answer for the crime backstage while having drinks. I guess we'll have to watch Untucked. Like, not even for the murder, though. To translate that into straight, okay. Um, as a federal deputy, Florida Lee enjoys parliamentary immunity and cannot be placed in any kind of preventative or temporary detention. For a deputy to be detained or removed by decision of the judicial power, the legislative chamber must give its authorization. The Chamber of Deputies will receive a copy of the police investigations and the request for the appropriate administrative measures will be taken. Hey, Ren. Mm-hmm. I'm too drunk. Use less words. Basically, she has to be impeached first. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Already, members of her own party have called for her to be stripped of her term and expelled from the party. I would hope so. I guess it's a bare minimum, you know, after the culty and the murdery and... 
do we Miracles. do we and you can cut this if you don't know do we know like what party she was in and what like policy she was endorsing she was in a she was in the social democratic party which is a conservative think of like uh, similar to like a republican type party okay conservative christian again her evangelical gospel gospel singer shit like are are we talking like bob dole or are we talking like ted cruz we're talking about um michelle bachman yeah okay more like really like moral majority like religious right that whole stuff that's that's like that's her brand Mm. which also like fucks their children and like you know again hey Fallwell, what how you doing over there watching pool that's the thing that fucks their children (sighs) i mean promise me you're gonna do Fallwell jr at some point well that is Florida Lee D'Souza, gospel singer, politician, mother of 55 children, wife to one of those 55 children, and Brazilian black widow. And MILF, whether you like it or not. Hopefully she won't be able to sashay her way out of this one. Christ almighty. And that's this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put down my drink so I could slow You know clap. what? That's how I know how much you like it. It it was very Wild. good. I am also just, you know, parting the curtain a little bit. We are recording this with me completely flat on my back <laughs> just so I don't fuck it up again with, like, a boom mic over my head. <laughs> so I've been, like, resting my gin and lemonade in my cleavage as we record. And you, you can't know, that's the only way like to that. record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beans is somehow under me. <laughs> He's your lumbar support. He's my lumbar support. Fucking wild. What a wild goddamn ride. Thank you so much, Ray, <laughs> for taking us on this just nightmare Mr. Toad's wild ride of yeah. a mm. So let's, mm. let's real quick, you know, you know, I think we're I think we're in a much better place emotionally than after most of our episodes. But let's get to a self-care plan. Please. So let's talk about makeup self-care because Ooh. we all want to be the prettiest drag queens Ooh. we can be. Mm. Wash your brushes. Yes. Don't let bacteria build up on those babies. Make sure to wash them after you use them or your life could get as messy as this bitch's. <laughs> Experiment. Try new things with color, glitter, whatever catches your eye. Don't let what other people say stop you. Unless what they're saying is maybe don't adopt 37 children. Or don't have sex with your 37 adopted children. Then you stop. Ideally. And wear eyeliner. Eyeliner looks good on fucking everyone, regardless of gender. Give yourself a cat's eye and have the confidence of a woman who hasn't married their adopted son. Mm, bless. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That was a really fun one to look into. I am jealous of you, but also very proud of you. Thank you. I definitely, I, I mean, obviously I sort of have a brand for talking about right wing wingnuts. Uh-huh. Um, but I was like, you know, let's, uh, I think murder and cults and adopted sons bins is, is a good break. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I mean, she's not a right, she's not not a right wing nut job, just not primarily. She is primarily... A cult leader, 
And what what was it that was like the one little signifier on the Wikipedia page? Was it incestophile? Incestophile. Incestophile, yeah. which is a great word that one hopes never gets applied to us. <laughs> If we were living the right way, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, <sighs> that's going to be all for us this week, folks. If you like what you're hearing, you should check us out on thisfnguypod.com or on Twitter at thisfnguypod. Our Facebook page has not been taken down Woo! yet. So <laughs> why don't you join us over there at this fucking guy? Um you can also donate to our Patreon at this FN Guy Pod, uh, if you want to do that. Or, you know, donate to your local bail fund. Shit's still going down. Mm-hmm. As always, I am Ren Martinez. I'm Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self-care tip. Don't try dyeing your hair platinum blonde. Just don't. It's really not worth the effort. And don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.